The Rookie Leaders Podcast, episode 29, Time to Shine Today with Scott Ferguson. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, my friend, Michael Tanner, your host. Welcome again to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. As always, I am thrilled and grateful that you've taken the time to tune in to our podcast. Thank you so much for doing just that today. I'm super excited to share with you an interview that I had with now a good friend of mine, uh, Scott Ferguson of TimeToShineToday.com. You've got to go check out Scott and and everything that he's doing over at TimeToShineToday.com. That's all spelled out, TimeToShineToday.com. you got to check out Scott. I am going to kind of forego a lot of my um, housekeeping items. I'm going to talk to you about the quick sponsor for today's podcast, But then I'm going to jump right into my interview with Scott Ferguson because I'm just excited to share that with you today. So let me share with you some quick words from our sponsors, which is CredibleTeams.com, and then we'll jump right into my interview with Scott Ferguson. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by CredibleTeams.com. At CredibleTeams.com, you can begin to build the teamwork that defeats all competitors. You see, teamwork is your only real competitive advantage. It's likely that in your industry, you have competitors that are developing similar products, solving similar problems, or serving their customers in similar ways that you are. Teamwork is the only real competitive advantage that you have. How effective your team can produce products, solve problems, and serve the customer is really the only advantage you have over those other competitors. And at CredibleTeams.com, you can begin the process of building championship-level teamwork such that you can defeat all of your competitors. At CredibleTeams.com, you'll start with our short 12-question quiz that will help you to identify the enemy that is destroying your teamwork. You see, there's four enemies to teamwork. And this short quiz will help you to identify which of those enemy your team is struggling with. Once you identify the enemy your team is struggling with, then you will receive specific feedback that will enable you to begin the process of eliminating that enemy of teamwork and begin to build the teamwork that is your competitive advantage. Head over to CredibleTeams.com right now and begin our quiz so that you can begin to build the teamwork that will defeat all of your competitors. 
Okay, guys, today I am blessed to introduce you to, to a new friend of mine. Uh, he's a sailor. He's a, he's a Navy guy. So for the sake of this podcast, I will have to remember to say hoo instead of oorah. But Scott Ferguson, welcome to the show. So glad to have you. How are you, man? I'm excellent, Michael. How are you, brother? I am good. I, I assume in your Navy days you said "who ya" just a few times. I assume, right? A little bit, a few yeah. times. You know, yeah. like you're the you guys were the men's department of the Navy. No, you no, know, no. So. I wasn't going to make that joke but, up, uh, man. I wasn't going to make that joke. No, man. Well, listen. It is so good to have you uh, on the show and to just share your story and in the efforts you're doing at Time to Shine today with my audience. So, I think the first thing I want to do is just kind of dive into that and and just Talk to the audience a little bit about, well, what is Time to Shine today and, and what you're doing there? Yeah, thanks, first of all, Michael, seriously, for having me on. I had the pleasure and privilege of interviewing you as well, and the podcast is, is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I, I started Time to Shine today about 10 years ago, but it kind of digs deep a little bit into my past, um, why I started it. Mm -hmm. I was born in 1972. I was born in the Philippines during the Vietnam War or conflict or whatever they called it then. And my father was an American, my biological father was American GI. My mother was Filipino. And well, he got killed in Nam. And so at the time they were taking bastard children, especially males, away from their mothers upon birth and then shipping them to Spain because Philippines is a Spaniard country. And none of the, to this day, no one knows what happens to those male babies um, that got shipped over. And the reason why they did it is, you know, you look at us as Americans, we're bigger people. And, you know, I'm, I go six, one about two seventy, and they did not want that many big Americans running around because they could physically take over the country. That's right. what their thoughts were at the time. Mm -hmm. Well, I fortunately got um, started an adoption process with an Air Force couple that was already had two children and they were looking to adopt. And so they started the adoption process. And then my mother, who was going to adopt me, was uh, her father got sick in the States, in the United States. So they got me a temporary passport. I flew to the, we flew to the United States. Her father passes away and um, she goes kind of like schizophrenic. She goes kind of off the rails, if you will, for lack of a better term. Um, and they couldn't raise me. So they kind of put me in kind of an orphanage situation. So I was kept in the United States pretty much illegally. Uh, and because my visa or my passport really expired because it was temporary. And so I lived there. But my, my people who I call my parents now were looking for a child. And I was older at the time, going on 14, 15 months, you know, as, as a child goes. And so they flew me from California to Cincinnati, Ohio. They, my parents drove from Detroit, Michigan to get me in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's like a five hour drive. And when they went to turn me over to them, uh, they basically arrested my father, who I call my father now because they were looking at child smuggling charges and stuff like that. Luckily, uh, my uncle was in a situation to defuse it and my family ended up, you know, they adopted me. So I went through kind of like this abandonment process throughout that. And my, my parents had adopted me. Uh, they were drunks and I say this, you know, my father and I are best friends, uh, but he had a really bad drinking problem from Vietnam area, you know, so he was dealing with that, unfortunately. So, you know, I, they couldn't raise me. So I was bounced around to different families to be raised. Luckily I heard his father, my father's brother was solid Marine, very, very strict, um, kind of iron fist being raised, but still I never had an identity of belonging. 
Right. So I went in the service. Um, you know, I got scholarship offers and stuff like that for sports, but I, uh, my, they didn't like my 1.7 grade point average. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up going in the service and they, I, I found my family there. It was, it yeah. was kind of a family situation, but again, it ends, yeah. it ends. Like you go through four years you transition out, you end. So I have lifelong friends. Thank God for Facebook mm -hmm. because it brought a lot of us back together. But there was just a time where I was just abandoned and kind of went through a very unique situation. So when I started Time to Shine today, it was, you know, our motto is we don't want anyone to feel like they have no one. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to level up any part of your life, whether you're suicidal, unfortunately, there's a lot of that going out there. Yeah. You know, I have counselors that within our carousel connection to help you level up. If you're looking to level up different aspects of your life, I have people like you, Michael, that can help them level up. So I have that connection carousel mm -hmm. within Time to Shine today. So no one has to really feel like I felt, right. you know, to level up their life. So that's kind of the basis with Time to Shine today. Man, that's, that is an incredible story, Scott. And, and so much of it, um, I can actually resonate with, um, my dad and also my father-in-law, uh, both were in the Vietnam war. Uh, my dad actually, uh, volunteered. He went into the army, uh, as a mechanic. Um, oh. and so because he was going in as a mechanic, he, he kind of knew that he was, uh, avoiding combat for the most part, uh, right. but he knew he was headed to Vietnam for sure. And then my father-in-law was actually drafted, uh, mm. and, and again, he knew, uh, he was drafted into the army. So again, he mm. knew he was going to, uh, uh, to the war. Uh, and sure. he often tells this story that he was actually given papers after boot camp to go into an infantry unit. Mm. But the day he was supposed to start his infantry school, he hit the hospital because he had a kidney, uh, uh, kidney stone. Mm. Uh, and, and that took like two or three days to, for them to resolve that. And by, right. by that time, his infantry platoon had already gotten formed and started school. So he got sent off to communications, uh, MOS, okay. and ended up in communication. So, yes, he was <laughs> in country. He was there in Vietnam, but avoiding right. much of the conflict because he <laughs> was uh, he was communications. But I just remember I've dated my, my now wife since we were in 10th grade. And so my wow. dad and then her dad and just – recognizing that the service that they had and, and neither of them ever pushed the military on me, mm -hmm. but I just so admired that service and, and the stories of that and, and all. And, and that's certainly what, what led me into the military as well. Um, and, and also with, with the whole adoption story, I, I can relate to that as well. Um, we have three t teenage children now and the middle oh. one is adopted. Uh, oh, he's adopted fantastic. from South Korea. Uh, and oh, so wow. that, that whole, when we received him, he was uh, five and a half months. So you were 15 months or so. So mm -hmm. uh, a little bit removed from that, but, uh, but I can totally, you know, relate to those feelings of identity and, and things like that as well. Sure. Uh, you know, one of the things you talked about that I think, uh, really, I would like to kind of hone in on a little bit is that, that sense of belonging, mm -hmm. um, and you say, you know, in the Navy, you found that I, I would say the exact same thing that, that mm -hmm. I found that as well. But if you could talk a little bit more about what did that mean to you or what did that look like? This, this sense of belonging while you were there. You know, when you, you go into boot camp, like you've been there and you went through probably a much rougher boot camp than I did, but you go there and you're, you, you're taking <laughs> you like 80 people from different backgrounds. And, you know, in the service, at least when I went in, if you're going in the service, 
lot of probably 65, 70% of them have did wrong things in their life. Meaning the judge was like, you're going in the military, you're going to jail. So I was surrounded by people that, uh, that were trying to find their own identity along with myself. And so when you have two company commanders or drill instructors that can take 80 people Mm -hmm. and mold them into one, I'd never been around that in my life. So you're sitting there and it happens. You just have a bond of belonging. And then when you head out to the, you know, you do your, your, your training, you head out to the fleet, you know, again, it's there. It's like a different backgrounds and people kind of clicked up Mm -hmm. with who they clicked up with. And I clicked up with people that were kind of, uh, you know, athletic, that were outgoing, did a lot of sports, martial arts, uh, you know, stuff like that. So I found that belonging within this squad of people that, that I wanted to always feel Mm -hmm. that feeling. Yeah. That makes sense to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Totally agree. I I mean, I, I, to me, it was kind of half and half. Half the people there were there because that was the best of two choices to the point you were making, right? <laughs> They'd done something and some judge had said, well, it's either this or that. And they chose mm-hmm. the military and it was the lesser of two evils probably. Right. And then the other half was, and this is certainly the camp that I fell in, they needed that, right? I I had zero discipline, zero <laughs> maturity and, right. and, and in fact, you know, out of high school, I, I went right into college and after two semesters, I was invited to leave uh, college and, and that's <laughs> because, leave, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's because I, I didn't have the discipline or the maturity to, you know, really right. buckle down and study and all that. And so I needed that structure. I needed that, that, uh, maturity and that discipline that was created there. Sure. Um, well, I'd like to talk about this a little bit, especially as it relates to the belonging, because, um, one of one of my teachings as it relates to teamwork and team building is this idea of team trust. Uh, and I contend or I teach that that trust, t- true team trust, trust between two individuals that are working together on a team or multiple people on a team, it has to be a vulnerability-based trust. Sure. Now, a lot of people will look at me and say, oh, that's stupid. That's, you know, all that touchy-feely <laughs> stuff. Why do we have to be vulnerable and, and all but I actually learned this in the Marine Corps. And, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of people look at that and, oh, the military, the Marines and all, what are you talking about being vulnerable? Well, here's where I, here's, here's where I came to that revelation. And I'm sure probably in the Navy you did the same. But you're spending countless hours together with your team, right? Uh, you're on a ship together for, for months at a time. Mm-hmm. You're in those small birthing areas, sleeping in coffin racks and sharing, mm-hmm. you know, showers and sharing the head and everything with, with, with and it's, it's countless hours sure. and no doubt within those hours to the point you're making, you, you, you partner up with folks and, and you become pretty good friends, but you, you definitely start to trust one another and you start to share things with one another that are pretty vulnerable feelings and and thoughts and ideas and so forth. I remember uh, on ship and deployment, I had a great friend of mine uh, and right before deployment, he was having a lot of marriage troubles. And on that six month deployment, man, he really talked about that. He really, you know, and he trusted me with those types of vulnerability. Sure. And I'm telling you, I don't care what could have happened. I would have, if he had been hurt somewhere, I would have done anything. To get him out out of there, right? Yeah. And that's the level of teamwork that I felt because of the vulnerability. Did you experience something similar to that in the Navy as well? 
Oh, absolutely. And on a daily basis, you know, I was raised by a very stoic person, so I didn't share too much of my vulnerabilities, but I was sit when you have nothing else to do mm-hmm. except count your paychecks down, knowing that every two weeks, you know, you go on a six month deployment, that's 12 paychecks. Exactly you're looking right. forward to that next po- paycheck. Right. So, but when you have nothing else to do, things start coming to the surface, things start, um, you know, heading out and, I be I actually learned a very more sensitive side opened up during that time and my vulnerability started pouring out because the sense of trust was there that I could tell this person something mm-hmm. and they're not going to judge me. Right. That's the biggest thing. It's like, you know, when you're out in the civilian world, a lot of people are very tentative to share because of being judged and nobody wants to be judged. Mm-hmm. That's just period. They don't want it. Right. And where it, me as a coach now you know, I'm going to tell them from the start there, this is a judgment free zone. I'm not going to judge you. You can tell me stuff. I'm going to tell you what I feel and think, but you're never going to get any judgment to go back to our military. There was never judgment. You know, sometimes you had to tell a guy, you know, lace them up, bro, bite down that mouth guard and let's push forward. Mm -hmm. But you know, if they're down in, in the dumps and the doldrums, I will be there for him in a heartbeat. And that goes to this day. Right. You yep. know, I, it, it's been over 30 years and, and I will be there for some of my shipmates to this day. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. I totally agree. You know, and you said earlier, thanks to Facebook, we're, we're back together again. And, mm-hmm. and, and I totally agree with that. And, and yeah, to this day, if, if one of them were to reach out to me via Facebook or call me or whatever, then sure. yeah, I'm in the car. I'm, you know, I'm right. on the, on the way to, to go yeah. help. Uh, Cause there's that level of camaraderie and, and teamwork. Right. Uh, but again, it was all, all that teamwork and camaraderie was built upon that trust and that vulnerability, you know, way back in the day. Um, right. So, right. Absolutely. Well, I also, I, I really want to kind of hone in and talk some more about you know, I guess kind of this mission of being the, the connector. So what, what, what uh, words did you use there? You, you, you were the connector Rolodex or uh, connection carousel for, for people, you connection know, coaching carousel, carousel yep. connection carousel yep. for people. Absolutely. And and that's yep. for the purpose of, you, you know, you're, you're playing the connector here. You, you, you find someone who has a need and you connect them with someone else that, that can serve that need. Is that, Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, I started time to shine today actually as to teach people how to make their first dollar online through Mm -hmm. affiliate marketing by taking products that Mm -hmm. you believe in build list building, getting a list of, uh, of followers. What I call my squad. That's almost 55,000 subscribers through time to shine today. And basically finding products that will help them level up their life. So I only touch products that are level up health, level up wealth, level mm-hmm. up mindset. Those are the only three that I bring into the time to shine today right. squad. Right. So, you know, it could be anything from a mountain bike to a real estate course, to a coach that has a new course that's came coming out or a coach or an author that's wrote a book. So I'm able to, I've segmented my list into different people. You know, I have veteran uh, based companies that I just have a segmented list that they'll only get the email for my veteran based uh, interviews, veteran based touch, you know, touching. And I just started my podcast in December of 19. I mean, the reason behind it is because they're getting emails from me every day and they'd be like, listen, man, if you had a podcast, I would listen, you know, and you have that many people asking for it. I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. And, you know, so I'm blessed with dropping episode 105 today and having over 300,000 listens and getting it out there and being able to level up other people's lives 
like it, it's almost kind of like a double dip. Like if yeah. I bring an interview on, I'm leveling up my listeners' lives and giving them a connection if they need it. And I'm also leveling up my guest life because I don't charge. They come on. I, I'd like to interview. I feel that I'm pretty good at interviewing. I ask the questions that make you think and yes. dig and then, you know, pull them up and help them, you know, optimize their business as well. Yeah. You know, as a collaboration, I don't compete. I collaborate, period. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. how I, I do it. Yep. And I want to, I want to come back around a minute in a, in a little bit about, you know, to kind of, where do you feel like your, your heart to do just that, you know, comes from, but, mm-hmm. but first of all, I want to say, dude, you've been a busy dude. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> since December of last year, you've dropped 105 episodes. So yeah. you've been a crazy busy dude in, right. in doing that. And, and you know, I, I, I see that as a, you know, as a, as an awesome service to people, kind of this broker, if you will, of, of knowledge, uh, to, to you know, the funny you said that man, the broker thing, because my whole life, I've never invented anything (laughs) in my life. So I'm writing my first book now, you know, I'm going to editing and back for rewrites. That's the first thing I've ever invented. I'm a real estate broker since 1998. Okay. Oh, I think I knew that also, by the way, I I didn't, I didn't use the word broker because of that connection, but it fits well, doesn't it? Right. I never invented real estate. I'm kind of like, if you watch wall stream, kind of like a Gordon gecko, I invented nothing, but I can put the deals together. Now as I'm leveling up my other people, I'm also leveling up myself because I'm always progressing, man. That's, that's how I live. I, that's how I teach. That's how I lead is I'm always progressing up. When I fail, I fail forward. I'm always doing it, but inch by inch, it's a cinch, right? So now the book's coming out, which will be my first invention, if you will, of anything. And that's scary as all heck. I understand. You know it's huge. So yeah, yeah. I'm a broker right yeah. now. <laughs> exactly. Well, I love that. And I would say the exact same thing about me. You know, I, I teach and coach leadership and pretty much all of the principles of leadership and all that I teach somewhere mm-hmm. along the way, someone will say, well, that's not a new leadership concept. I've heard this over there or so-and-so wrote about this or yes, you're exactly right. I didn't make any of this up. If you look at, you you look at Tony, man, you know, Tony Robbins, you know, right. And and he's, he's kind of like the epitome of, of it, you know, the brand it's him, but he regurgitates stuff. He learned from Jim Rohn and Jim Rohn from Earl Nightingale and Earl Nightingale from, Wallace Waddles, Napoleon Hill, all the way back to Marcus Aurelius, man. Yes, you yeah. know, our earliest philosophers are, you know, self-improvement people. So it's like, yeah. it's just how the spin that you put on it. I'm a very right. energetic thing. Right. And one thing I learned is people like, Fergie, you should just coach everybody and become that. But I'm not, I believe in the right horse for the course, yeah. period. Yeah. It's like, I'm not the right horse. But if you want to be a coach in real estate and leveling up your mindset for real estate, whether you're a broker or investing in it, I'm your guy. Right. But if you start talking about leadership within companies and stuff like that, I ain't your guy. Right. You know, that's why right. I got you and I got other people that can help them level yeah. up. Yeah. No, that's, that is, that is awesome. And, and you know, whenever someone says to me, Oh, well, I, I've heard this before. You're exactly right. Yeah. My golden rule of leadership, <laughs> guess where it comes from? It comes from the Bible. You know, yeah. my lack of trust, guess where it comes from? It comes from Pat Lencioni's five dysfunctions of a team, you know, right. so all of those things. Um, I I'm like you, I'm just kind of that broker of knowledge. I've invented nothing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I didn't build leadership. I didn't define right. leadership. I'm just t- teaching it to you. So, well, right. so you were, you were pretty specific to say in the areas of health, 
in the areas of wealth and in the areas of uh, personal development. Yeah, mindset, right? Yeah, you're gaining this, 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 you call it a squad. I was about to call it a tribe, but you called it a squad. So you're gaining this squad of, of people that are, um, listening in and, and, and new people are probably coming every single day mm-hmm. and they're coming for the purpose so that you can serve them in a way that to be that broker of now that I understand what you need, either I'm the person to give that to you, or here's the other person, or here's the other product or whatever sure. to give that, uh, you know, provide right. that service for you. Where does a heart to serve people like that come from? You know what, from my, my upbringing, you know, from feeling abandoned, from feeling, not even feeling it. I was, man, I lived a victim story for, for so long. And I lived in crisis mode for so long that it, it took its toll on my health. It took its toll on my wealth. I mean, I went out in real estate and made a ton of money, but I did not do it from a, a place of service. And once I started realizing I lost everything in 2008, nine and 10, I literally was living on my in, <laughs> short sales were big in 2010. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right. the person just walked away from their home and said, if you can short sell it, that's great. I literally lived in their basement. I put the power on in my name and lived in their basement um, with my dog. Mm-hmm. So I know that if I'm going to give I come, I have to come from a place of service yeah. period. And I've got to give until it hurts. And, and it's a good hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's how I live, you know, every, every day of my life through that to help others level up. Now there, there's a component to making money to that, sure. Michael, because money is, you know, a very important aspect. We have to make it right in the more we make, you know, I'm a big believer that God, you know, has the word sin. And I don't, and I think if you're not leveling up your life to live your best life, and that includes making money, you're sinning because the Greek word of sin, the origin just comes from missing the mark. Right. So if we're not trying to level up in that, you were missing the mark. So with time to shine today, am I giving till it hurts by interviewing eight people a week and dropping four to five podcasts a week? I love it. It's fun. Yeah. But also within these coaches, they come up with programs that they can offer that I set up as an affiliate with. So if I recommend a coach, which in my you know, uh, coaching or connection carousel, and they're selling a product for 500 bucks, we set up a collaboration. I put it out to my list. They buy it. I make a commission. Right. So I'm giving them free interview. You know, I'm lucky enough to get sponsored right now. So all my podcasting fees are paid for, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't pay for anything. The, the sponsorships cover my producer, covers everything else. So it's basically just my time, right. but I'm giving until it hurts, but I'm going to, I'm open to the law of recept, receptivity mm-hmm. and I'm open to, that's where a lot of people forget and they lack yeah. is they're not open to receptivity. You know, they'll give, 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 but they're not open to receptivity. I'm open to receptivity all day long, but it doesn't have to be monetary. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, like I help somebody out and then my goddaughter calls me just for a discussion, which she never does. Right. Yes. Which she did the other day. She called him like Kelsey. She's like, yeah, Poppy. And I'm like, what, what do you need? You good? And she's like, no, I just wanted to talk to you. That was like, open so it wasn't a request for money or something like that. Then, Cause that's the, that's no. the type of calls I get. <laughs> no, it's just, I'm open to receptivity. You yeah, know, I, I look yeah. at it like a, a plant in your room and you know, you breathe in what you breathe in oxygen, you breathe out what carbon monoxide, that mm-hmm. plant breathes in carbon monoxide, breathes out oxygen. Right. So it's a give and give and give and a take, take, take. So yeah. I'm open to receptivity as well. 
know, people aren't, and that's where they fail. Yeah, no, that's a that's a huge mindset to to live by. I believe it was Zig Ziglar that I recall said something along the lines of, "In order to get what you desire, devote your time to helping others get what they desire or what they yeah. need." And that's and that's, that's certainly the approach you're doing here: help others right. get what they need, and in turn, that will get you, you know, give you what you need as well. Right. Well, one thing I'd like to do, I mean, just with that heart of service and, and, you know, what you're providing for your squad, what I would like for you to do is just take a moment to describe who is that person that's out there that one needs your services the most, but then two really, really energizes you to know that you can serve that type of person. Describe that person to us. Gotcha. Um, I'm looking for my avatar, if you will, of a person is somebody that's commuting to work 35 to 40 minutes. He's probably between 34 and 50 years old. Uh, he's um, ha- He knows deep down that there's something that he can offer, but he doesn't know how to find it. Uh, and during that commute, I want that person to be listening to the podcast and listen to people. I can help him unlock that potential that he has inside him because, you know, you have that duality of the brain where your conscious mind's there um, and you want, 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 and you want to get it. But that subconscious is like, dude, this is not comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. You start getting uncomfortable that so, you know, they want to start that side hustle. They want to do that affiliate marketing online. They see people making money at home and they don't know how to do it. So they think, oh, they just give up on it because they think it's hard. I want to shorten that learning curve Mm -hmm. to make it a little less hard and be able to introduce them to people that can help them level up. So that's my avatar. Somebody that knows they have some kind of potential that's locked inside them, but they don't know how to bring it to the surface. And with me interviewing people like yourself and everybody else, Mm -hmm. their answer is there. Right. They just have to set up the time to meet with a person virtually or over the phone or even in person if they're close Mm -hmm. geographically. So that's my, that's my avatar. Gotcha. So, well then kind of in the form of the question, well, how can my audience connect to you that especially that avatar Mm-hmm. How would you want them to find and connect and, and start to enjoy the, the, the services you provide for them? Uh, just put time to shine today in their podcast search, whether yep. they're using my, my favorite is overcast. I think that's the best podcast player out there, but you know, iTunes, Google play, right. you know, say Alexa play time to shine today. I got to say that quietly because my Alexa, was <laughs> you know, uh, but uh you know, it's that that's how I would want them to do because I used to push blogs, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just like boring. It's like reading is, yeah. you know, you know, not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. So I do my share of reading. Sure. Right. Sure. But you know, I, people want to listen, you know, they can listen during the workout. I mean, I've had people say, man, I just drove from, you know, uh, Miami to St. Augustine. I listened to, you know, for your podcast made the time fly by. And I was like, man, that was, that was one of the best reciprocations from anything. No money made, but just hearing that. And he asked me, Hey, can I meet this person that was on your podcast? Can you make an introduction? I made the introduction. That coach went and spoke and got paid $20,000 at this gentleman's event. Okay. Mm -hmm. Virtually. Hey, you got any more of those gigs? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) No, once we get you rolled out and we get the listening and stuff, because each one of my podcasts is getting 1500 to 2000 listens, you know, downloads. So 
it's like, that's where, man, it felt good. It feels great. And, but, yeah. but granted, those listens are coming from my list. It's not sure. like I'm organic, big on Instagram. And I built the list inch by inch. It's a cinch by the yard. It's hard. I've built that list slowly yeah. and methodically. And I make sure that I funnel it off in the right directions because I'm passionate about it. I cultivate it. It's my farm if you will. Right, if my listeners right. are out there. I love you all for the, just the kind of the, the reception that they're giving it. So mm-hmm. yeah, time to shine today.com slash podcast, or just find out, listen to the podcast on any, any place. Because, you know, you said you were doing a lot of your own monologues. My first 30 podcasts right. were me. And all I did is I took a chapter out of a book uh, and I just talked about it. Right. That was right. it, which yeah. led that chapters for the book I wrote, because that's what my coach is like, dude, take that chapter, write a chapter about it. Mm. Take that chapter, write a chapter. So my book's about a fictional character. Mm-hmm. that's really me. That's looking to level up. He's a real estate broker, lost a huge commission, right. you know, so he was going to quit the business, blah, blah, blah. But I got 30 chapters. So there'll only be volume one, two, three, four, five, six, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. cause I'm doing five chapters a book. So, you know, yeah, like, time to shine today.com slash podcast or any of time to shine today on any of your podcast or um, listening devices. Well, dude, you've got me all spooled up for the book. I can't wait to get my hands on, <laughs> on a copy of that, but I will say that I've listened to many episodes of your, your podcast. And like I said, you've been a crazy busy dude. I mean, I tend to watch podcasts and I, I, I tend to know what day they're going to publish, you know, okay, this one's right. going to come out on Tuesday, every Tuesday, but you've been cranking them out you know, multiple <laughs> per week. Yeah. And so definitely to the audience, you, you, you definitely have to do that. You definitely got to go find time to shine today, uh, podcast, subscribe to that and be a regular yeah. listener to that. You, you will certainly greatly benefit from it. Uh, and reach out to, uh, to Scott there as well at time to shine today.com. Also, mm-hmm. Scott, just kind of some parting words, anything you'd share with the audience, maybe, uh, that's you're, you're really passionate about that, that I didn't ask about or a topic we didn't talk about. I'm going to ask you, no matter what situation you're in your life, be grateful daily and praise God. I'm, I'm a man of faith, mm-hmm. you know, and my, my squad knows it. Um, but live in the duality that don't give a crap about what anybody thinks about you as long as you're not uh, disrespecting them or putting them down. No matter what they say, don't give a crap about that. And the part of the second part of that duality is to give till it hurts. If you're given till it hurts, people are going to want to see you succeed, but they also don't want to see you succeed. So they're going to say some things that might change your mind. If you're one of the people that's listening to Michael's podcast, that's driving down the road right now. That's like wants to make that change, live in that duality. Do not give a crap what anybody thinks about what you're trying to do as long as you're not hurting them, but do it in the service of others. Awesome. That is awesome advice, especially for young leaders. And, and to somewhat translate that, it, when you, you're leading a team, you can't get caught up in the trap of worrying so much about what your team is going to think about a decision you're, you're going to make. Just be the leader, make the decision and go with it. And then as a leader, you better be a servant to your team. You got to serve. You got to give to yeah. that team to, to the point you were making, Scott, give to that team until it hurts. So that is awesome advice for, for our young leaders today. So Scott, thank you for sharing that. And and Scott, again, thanks so much for your time. I know you're, you're very busy. You probably have four or five of your own podcast to record today. So thanks so much for spending some time with us and sharing this, uh, this wisdom with my audience. I greatly appreciate that. I appreciate you. Thanks so much, Michael. It was amazing. 
All right, there you have it, my friends. My interview with Scott Ferguson. I certainly hope you enjoyed that. I know I enjoyed having that discussion with Scott, and I'm so impressed with everything that he's doing over at timetoshinetoday.com. So, again, be sure you check him out there. Connect with Scott at timetoshinetoday.com. You've got to subscribe to his podcast. Uh, it's a really, really great podcast. And I'm just, uh, I just want to support in every way I can his efforts to connect people, to serve people by connecting them with the resources, with the, the other people that they need uh, in, in order that they can shine today, right? So be sure you check out Scott and everything he's doing again over at timetoshinetoday.com. And, and to you, Scott, thank you so much for being a part of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Let me remind you again of the sponsor of today's podcast. Head over to CredibleTeams.com, CredibleTeams.com, where you can take our short quiz that will help you identify the enemy that's killing your teamwork. There are four enemies of teamwork. Your only competitive advantage is, in fact, teamwork. And so you need to know what is the enemy that's preventing my team from working effectively together such that we can defeat our competitors and so we'll show you exactly what that is so head over to credibleteams.com you can take our little short quiz and it will help you identify exactly which enemy your team is struggling with once you know what enemy you're struggling with we'll provide for you specific feedback that helps you to go and begin to defeat that enemy so that you can enjoy the teamwork that your team needs so head over to credibleteams.com so that you can uh, take that quiz today Hey, thanks again so much for tuning in. I don't take for granted that you have other things you could be doing with your time. But thank you so much for tuning in to the Rookie Leaders Podcast. I certainly hope this episode and everything that Scott shared with you in this episode, even though he said he wasn't a a leadership expert, he dropped some leadership bombs on you guys. So I hope you benefit from that. Until I speak with you again, be blessed and lead well. episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.